0: Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to our pro- podcast today. Uh, what I want to speak to you about uh, may sound a little morbid, but it's actually the facts of life. And the title is Having the Right Attitude About Death. If you're familiar with your Bible, Hebrews 9.27 says it's appointed unto man to die, and after that, the judgment. Now, I'm not happy to tell you this, but you're going to die. So what I just read a moment ago, it's appointed unto man to die after that, then the judgment. But over in the book of Genesis Genesis 2.17, you remember the story, of course, of Adam and Eve. And uh, God said to, to Eve, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat for in that day that you eat from it you will surely die it all began in the garden God made man and God made woman in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 through 6 listen to what it says now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, as God said, you shall not eat from the, any tree of the garden. The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the, tree of the, the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God said, You shall not eat it or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die. For God knows that in the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight in the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from it its fruit and ate, and gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Uh, In verse 12, I'm going to jump down to verse 12. It says, The man said, The woman whom you gave to me uh, to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. And while he was making up uh, uh, an excuse. So, uh, people today are full of excuses when they sin against God for sure sin causes us to blame others for our disobedience but God holds us personally accountable for what we do now they could they could have eaten from any of the trees in the garden but over in the Genesis chapter 3 verse 17 18 and 19 listen to what it says here then Adam said because then Adam to, then to Adam, he said, that was God talking to Adam, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat from it, cursed is the ground because of you, and told you will eat of it all the days of your life, both thorns and thistles, it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face, you will eat bread till you return to the ground because from it you were taken and from poor you are dust. In other words, he's just saying you're going to die. So back over in Genesis chapter 3, and I read verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was crafty then as any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, as God said, you shall not eat from the tree of the garden. So Satan often begins temptations by questioning God's commands. And he suggests that obedience is not really necessary. But don't fall for that trap. When you do, we do ourselves a great harm when we believe that we will find greater blessings in doing our own thing rather than obeying God. You see, obedience is necessary and always results in blessings. Uh, God said to Ezekiel, chapter 18, and verse 4, Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son is mine. The soul who sins, it says, will die. In other words, if you die without knowing Jesus Christ, uh, then you're in trouble. So remember... When I I started this sermon, I said it's appointed unto man to die, and after that, the judgment. But none of us can avoid death and judgment unless we're alive when the Lord returns. Every person in history will answer to him for how they lived while they were on this earth. And remember, you will not always be on this earth. When we stand before his absolute holiness, we will not be able to say anything to our own defense, in our own defense. And I want you to know that it's not all bad news. In Revelation chapter 14 and verse 13, uh, John was writing, said, I heard a voice from heaven saying, right, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so that they may rest from their labors or their deeds will follow them. So, uh, for the Christian, we die, we get to go to heaven, and then we get rewarded for the things that we've done for the Lord while we're here. Uh, Paul wrote over in 1 Thessalonians something that was very uh, important here. He said over in First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 and 14, he said, but we do not want you to be uninformed brethren about those who are asleep in other words dead so that you will not grieve as do the rest who have no hope for if you believe that Jesus died and rose again even so God will bring with him those who have died in Jesus knowing Jesus so Paul used the word asleep to describe Christians who had already died because our death as Christian is not permanent. In fact, Paul tells us to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. So when when we leave this old old world, the scripture says we're going to be like him. What a blessing that will be. One of the things that we need to consider about death, though, is our attitude. Is it negative or positive? Some have an attitude of in their lives, of sin, sickness, and death, are not a reality. They don't believe it. Some uh, who who fear death avoid simply talking about it. Some have uh, the attitude of, "When I die, I rot." Well, this this person curses death and curses God. So, how should we view death as a Christian? Well, the Bible says it's precious in the sight of the Lord. In other words, what we're doing is we're going home. No longer do we have to endure evil. We are now at peace. We will be carried away by angels to glory. And we're going to paradise. So I told you was it wasn't not all, all bad. Uh, except for the non-believers. Now we gained something far better Than living when we leave here. We will have rest from our labors. All of these things should convince the faithful Christian that death is not to be denied or feared. A lot of people are afraid to die and it's not the fact of being afraid for so many. It's uh, maybe leaving your loved ones here. but If they're saved, you get to see them again. But give praise and glory to God who through his Son... Jesus has freed us from the fear of death. Thank you and and God bless you for listening.